I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Boost Podcast. I'm Michelle Broadbent and we are back to some business boosting tactics today. So business building activity is something that is resisted by many a small business owner. So I am suspecting that perhaps it's not one of your most favorite activities. So what I am here to do today is to try and shift your mindset when it comes to the sorts of things that we can be doing in our business to build it. Um, Often I get told by the women that I work one-on-one with that they're too busy doing the work and they don't have time to focus on dedicated business building activity. And I get it. I do, you know, if we're not providing the service that our clients are paying us for, then we don't have a business, right? But there is a really simple but effective, painless thing that you can implement into your business right now that is going to ensure that your business continues to build without you having to necessarily spend enormous amounts of time, energy, and money on solutions that may or may not work. So do you want to know what it is? Look after the clients you've got. Show me a successful business and I will put money on the fact that that business is built very much on relationships and referrals. The most successful businesses that I work with and know in my life are not the businesses that spend the most money on Facebook ads. They're not the ones who have got the most perfectly written sales page or the most beautiful headshots or gorgeously curated social media feed. All of that stuff is just really expensive window dressing. The success of your business lies in the relationships that you form with your customers. Because when you're doing business with someone, no matter what business it is, you're forming a relationship. And if you nurture and love all over those people that you're in a relationship with, they're going to stay loyal to you. If you do good by them, they're going to keep coming back time and time again. They're going to become your raving fans. They're going to tell everyone they know about the transformation that you have enabled them to have in their lives and how you've changed their lives for the better and how fabulous you are. And then those people that they tell are going to become your customers one day and then so on and so on down the line. So that's why it is so, so important that We take care of our existing customers. You think how you feel when you see those ads on the telly for whatever 
mobile phone provider you use or your internet provider and they've always got these amazing deals for new customers. It's like, you know, join now and we'll waive the, you know, joining fee or we'll give you three months free or whatever it is. And you're sitting there as a loyal customer who pays your bill on time every single month and you're going, hold on a second, how about me? How about your loyal customer? What are you doing for me? And so then you start to feel neglected and then you start to question your relationship, don't you? And what do we do when we're questioning our relationships? We go looking for love elsewhere. So we don't want your clients looking for love elsewhere. We want them to feel so loved by you that they don't even consider looking anywhere else for the service that you provide them. But something that I do get asked a lot is how do I tread that really fine line of nurturing my clients and staying top of mind without annoying the crap out of them? And it is a fine line. And the answer to that is that you should know your clients so well that you are actually able to determine this without any input from me because I don't know your clients as well as you do. No one knows your clients as well as you do. So you're going to be able to establish a baseline as to what is an okay amount. Now, for some businesses, their customers get daily contact from them. There's others that um, sit in that sort of weekly contact pile. And then there's others where it's monthly. So it's what you feel is right for your clients and obviously the relationship that you have with them. But in order to make sure that this practice happens in your business, the first thing that you need to do is actually set aside time to do this. Now, I've talked before about a process that I use in my business, which is called Follow-Up Friday, which was um, taught to me by one of my clients, Abby White, who runs a business called Sales Redefined. And this is a way of ensuring that this follow-up, this nurturing, this relationship-building practice is as regular a part of my business as doing my invoicing, writing social media content, all the other regular jobs that I have in my business. This just becomes another one of those regular jobs. So schedule in time in your week to ensure that this happens. So you're probably sitting there going, okay, right, I'll schedule it in, Michelle, but what am I supposed to do during that time? And there are lots of small, impactful ways that you can demonstrate your love and care for your clients. You don't need to smother them. You don't need to kill them with kindness. Like I said, it is that fine line between just genuine help and overkill, but this is not about doing the hard sell, okay? These are just ways of showing how much you love them when you don't have anything to sell to them. So here are some of the things that I use. So first things first, if you don't already do this, this is like something that everyone should be doing in their business. and That is saying thank you to your clients for their business. Now, it sounds so obvious, and I think in in a time when a lot of our businesses are very automated, it's really easy to just kind of put this job to the keeper or to the robots of 
Active Campaign or whatever um, CRM system you are using. But I implore you as part of your onboarding process is to plug in some kind of personal connection with your new clients and say thank you. Not just when they're new though, when they renew, when they, um, you know, when they're midway through their program, however, whatever your business is, and again, this is going to be very unique to what your business is, think about how you can thank your clients for their continued investment in you. So, it doesn't need to be extravagant, all right? I I have clients who have, you know, a range of ways in which they thank their clients for their business. Um, and I think that it does need to reflect the investment that they are making in. So, you know, if you've, if you've got a, a product that you are selling that's, you know, $100 or a couple of hundred dollars, you know, a gorgeously handwritten card or um, something that is related to the amount of money that they are spending with you. You don't want to be spending $75 on a thank you gift for a $100 product. And you may laugh, but I, I do have a beautiful woman that I work with who I had to have a little word to because she was running um, some workshops where she was charging um, it was about the $900 price point and she was giving the attendees about $300 worth of thank you presents every time they signed up. And I'm like, that's a third of your revenue on a thank you gift. That is, that's not necessary. It really, really isn't. But for that price point, you would want to be spending you know, a decent amount of money on on a thank you gift, I think. But it is totally up to you and it's at your discretion. But like I said, handwritten cards go a long way. Um, just remember to say thank you though. Don't take their business for granted. The other thing that you can do, and this is a bit of um, reciprocity, I suppose, and that is to support their business and their service. So, you know, if they're selling tickets to an event, go to it. If they've written a book, buy it. If they have a special or a promotion on that you think is relevant to your friends or or your social media following or whatever it is, share it. Share their work. If they've published an article or a blog, Share it among your network. If they host a podcast, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. That helps them. In the same kind of vein, make sure if you, God, if you're not already doing this with your clients, follow them on social media, engage with their social media. Um, again, that shows a really genuine interest in what they are doing. And what that can help you with down the track is, you know, you're getting an insight into what's happening in their business, in their lives, and therefore you can tailor your service, content, product, whatever it is, to address those pain points. So make sure if you're not already to follow them and engage with them on their social media. Doing that also helps with the next thing that you can do to show some love, and that is congratulate them when something really amazing happens in their life. Again, it's one of those practices that doesn't happen often enough. And look, I know we don't 
do things in our life to get accolades and glory. But God, it is nice when you do something that you've worked really, really hard for and someone reaches out and congratulates you. It's a really nice feeling. So do good and make sure that you congratulate people when you hear good news about them. And you know what? LinkedIn is really great for this sort of stuff. Every time anyone gets promoted or starts a new job, it's always on there. So don't just, you know, comment back on the on the, the post that says that they've been promoted. Drop them a personalized email and congratulate them. I think that's really, really nice. It's so simple and it goes a long way. The next way that you can show how much you love and care about your clients is to be a connector. So connect them. Remember, you're helping, you're serving. Is there someone that you have in your life that you know would make your clients' lives easier or make them look good? Think of things like graphic designers, web developers, copywriters, um, your photographer. I mean, if I had a dollar for, for every time someone has asked me for recommendations when it comes to um, photography and um, creative um, things in my business, I would be a very, very rich lady. So remember to be a connector. In a similar vein, offer support on a non-work-related matter. So um, in the days when we could all travel and go on holidays, you know, if you're chatting to a client in a meeting and they're talking about the trip that they're taking to Port Douglas and you've been there, send them some restaurant recommendations. Tell them what your favorite hotel was. Tell them what your favorite things were to do while you were there. Um, You know, if they're having a baby, share something that helped you enormously as a new present, uh, new present, (laughs) a new parent. You could send them it as a present is what I was going to say. Uh, You know, if they're, if they're doing a massive charity run, sponsor them, like think non, it doesn't have to be work related in the ways in which you can support them. I have shared my teenage babysitter's phone number with clients. So just, yeah, think outside of the box of of the different ways in which you can help your clients. Does not need to be manipulative. You're building relationships here. It's what makes the world go round. You think of all the service providers that there are across particular industries. You know, you are not the only person in the world doing what you do, but the reason that people buy from you and not the other person that's doing a similar thing is because your clients know you, they like you, and they trust you. So make your clients feel like you really, really do genuinely care about them. Show this. Shift your mindset, okay? Focus on this service. You're not selling, okay? You are helping people. You know stuff and you can solve their problems. So love all over them all the time, not just when you're trying to sell them something because there is nothing worse. And we have all been on the receiving end of these emails when we have not heard from a business for months and months or in some cases years. And then all of a sudden they have something that they want to sell you. Sign up to my course, buy my book, come to my event. And you're like, hold on a minute, I've not heard from you for so long. And you ignore those requests. So 
find reasons and ways to show love to your clients all the time. So let me know which one of these strategies you are going to start to implement into your business. Like I said, just make it a regular practice. This does not need to be icky. This is the fun stuff. It's, you know, this is, like I said, this is what makes the world go round. So have fun with this practice. And if you're already doing something really amazing to love all over your clients, share it with me. I love hearing new tactics that I can then share with everybody else. So tag me on Instagram or DM me. I'm at Mish, that's M-I-C-H, Broadbent. Uh, You can email me as well, michelle at michellebroadbent.com.au. But yeah, please don't be shy. Share them with you. I love hearing how you go and implement the things that I share in this podcast. So that is all from me today. Have an amazing week and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.